Is my mind empty or half full? I will let you decide as we discuss any damn thing that is on our minds. Welcome, 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 my beautiful people. Welcome to the podcast Mindful, where we discuss anything that is on our minds. Anything that is out there worth talking about, we're going to share it. And you're just going to have to listen to my ramblings and my thinkings. But guess what? I listen to yours too. My mind is so full right now and I know yours too. So let's free our minds and get talking. Hi my beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of Mindful the Podcast. Now today we have an amazing guest and this guest her name is Diana Ogilvy. Now, she's a longtime friend of mine, but Diana is a travel and food journalist. Hear how much things now? A content development specialist, a video producer, a podcaster, and she's also the co-founder and host of Women, Travel, Art, and Food. I call it water. <laughs> you call it that. But she will correct me if it's not. <laughs> so, I mean, um, welcome, Diana. Hi. Hi, love. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and we just said WTAF. <laughs> I said WTAF. <laughs> it's the Jamaican in me. <laughs> I know. We can't just have it. acronyms. We have to put a little... Something we have to, to put it. a little, a little <laughs> spice to it. Yes, <laughs> that's how we remember it. So we have to say what, <laughs> and I remember. I think now everybody will be saying that. <laughs> oh my God, trendsetter Claudine, always. Oh gosh, so Diana, how did you become interested in you know travel and food? Boy, you know it's been. I don't know. I think from the first time I taste my granny stew peas, I've always been interested in food. Stew peas. <laughs> you know, because like some of my best memories are tied to food. So I've always been in, in interested in food. And, you know, after migrating from Jamaica, getting up to New York um, and just following more of a creative path. And it just led me down to, to food. Like, what was I passionate about? So I started writing about food. I was passionate about travel. I started writing about travel in all aspects from the journalism part. You know, I've been published in CNN and Ebony and SNCs. And after that, I really got into video. So my master's is in um, video production. And I've done documentaries, in particular, telling stories about women and Black women and culture. My first film yeah. was called um, Does Hair Matter? <laughs> and it's dealing with the, you know, the journeys that we have as Black women are surrounding our hair, you know, the, the politics and the, the favoritism, if you have, quote unquote, good hair and quote unquote, bad hair and nappy hair. And true, true. First film, that was my first film. Yeah. And just um, dealing with things that I am passionate about, and especially in spaces where you don't see Black people and in particular Black women. And I like that because a lot of us get bogged down with things. And, you know, we're from Jamaica. Yes. So, um, you know, in Jamaica, I always say we, our parents, you know, we're always, we always, they grow us mm -hmm. to be lawyer, doctor, Indian chief. So especially a lot of us that grow up in the 80s, 90s. Yeah. What following passion is about. It's just not. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do what we want to do. You know, but I like that you are doing something that you love and that you're passionate about. And, you know, you do things that you want to do. So you follow yeah. your passion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not every time it pays the bills. But, you know, I mean, that's the reality of it. You know, unless you, unless, you know, hit, hit it big time with a streaming show and, you know, that kind of vibe. But. At the end of the day, I just want to live more intentionally. That makes sense. Live my life more intentionally on my own terms. Because for years, I didn't. Of course, you know, that Jamaican background, you mm -hmm. know, 
shout out to Queens High School. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we do our principles of business and principles of accounting. And those classes are, 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 are the ones that garner more, more respect. And yeah, I've just pivoted away from that. But it took me a while, though. It took me a while. So Diana, how do you like get inspiration to do your films and that sort of thing? Do you research? Is it like things that just come to your mind? Yeah, yeah. There really isn't any, really isn't any kind of like methodology that I do. You know, as we say in Jamaica, if I egg, we have to in at the red, right? <laughs> so if I don't see us in spaces, I'm going to be in that space, you know? I, I, I take inspiration from, from nature, from life, from memories. I do believe that my ancestors play a big part in that. I like to say that I am my ancestors' wildest dream. You know, my mother, mother passed away about four years ago, and I just really, really started living more intentionally as well since, since then. You know, my grandmother, you know, come from humble settings. My grandfather was a baker. My grandmother, she... She had a little bar in the backyard before I, I could remember, I know how to pour a perfect drink of rum. <laughs> perfect drink of rum. I, I know how to pour a perfect shot of rum. You know, she also sold chickens in the backyard. Um, so, you know, it's, it's making the local and making that hyper-local things and talking about those things that resonate with my work yeah you know? so it's 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 a, it's a lot of different things I could you know the other day I went to the park and I saw this beautiful rabbit and and there was other what do you call little rabbits uh, baby rabbits I don't even remember <laughs> I don't even know um but I saw a mother rabbit and some other baby rabbits and I was like wow this would be like how would I write this story yeah, I think of things in terms of, of stories, like what is the beginning, what is the middle, what is the end, um, and where do we fit in? That's good. And I like that you said that wherever we're not seen or mm -hmm. you know anywhere that your culture can be like highlighting, you always try to to portray and you know project us there. And that's good because in this world, sometimes, and especially being from the Caribbean, Sometimes mm -hmm. our little Caribbean culture and thing. I mean, we're big, you know, Jamaica big in a lot of things. But, you know, to highlight sometimes our culture or aspects of our culture, you know, that gets forgotten sometimes. So I like that, you know, you highlight those things. And I see you're always, um, especially on your social media and stuff, you're always highlighting Jamaican culture. Down to the yeah. little market, coronation market, up to Love the... Current. Yeah. And I see you highlight, you know, even the expensive restaurants. So, you know, you get the whole spectrum of the culture. Yeah, because, you know, we, we are not in any culture. We are not a monolith, you know. So j people just know Jamaica for sun, rum, and good beaches, and ganja. And we're so much more than that. So much more than that. From So I, I love showing that. And I have, I'm not a particular sex like you know i don't only stay uptown or only stay in the country like jamaica i i'm so passionate about my country and about my people i'm gonna show every single aspect and um, i love that yeah because me always say me jamaican to the bone too i love jamaican culture season season to the bone <laughs> but diana tell me since we're talking about the jamaican culture and all of that have you ever gone anywhere in any of your travels? Have you gone anywhere and there has been any awkward situations or anything like that because of culture difference? You what know, is the way we talk? The way no, they talk, you because you know, the, you know, because I've lived in America for you know thirty odd years, I can switch on the American accent and you know, mm -hmm. can be remedied. You know that accent thing can be remedied, but but um. No, I've not had anything that's like been crazy awkward. I mean, I can think of a time though. I, I can say this because you know my my best friend um is here with me, and I remember the first time I visited her in Paris, and we were on the the metro, the train, yeah. And we were like, 
we switched. It was like one of those things we had to switch trains like three or four times to get to where we're going. And this guy kept switching with us. Like, okay. <laughs> hmm. So, you know, like my ears start prick up, you know, she was like all in her book or something. And I say, Jason, this, you don't see this man following us. So we got off at this at the, the next stop. Lo and behold, homeboy decides to get off at the same stop too. So it's a no man. So we're walking and as we're walking, he's following us. So we just turn around and I like start ball out of him and say, listen, we're the regular tourists enough. Move your wara, 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 wara. We just start, cuss him, cuss him, cuss him. Yo, homeboy face drop and he just turned and walked away. I don't know what he think he was going to do by seeing the two of us there, but when we start hearing the bad word them half time, <laughs> let him go. I was you just know? about to say that in the Jamaica, no come out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're not regular tourist, brother. Mm -mm. And interestingly enough, you know, last, last night, um, my best friend, she's in Canada. And she was on her way home. So she's in a different province. We just moved and she was mm. on her way home when I was talking to her. And she was walking and she said, you know, I don't see much people around. So I was on the phone. I said, keep me on the phone and we'll talk while you walk. And then I said, you know what? Just start singing. Real bad man come from Jamaica. <laughs> bad man come <laughs> <bad man come." laughs> So we just tell her, I said, Keep singing that. Just say that over, over. Anyone yes. who hear you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because there's just this certain swag that Jamaicans have that is, yes. yo, don't mess with it. Listen, we're all one love, but don't, don't ramp with me. And as I said it to her, you know, she like um a car, she said, listen to that. And this car pulled up and it was playing Tanya Stevens. <laughs> Ah, she called it. She called it. It was the funniest thing ever as I see it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the Jamaican. But that's, I mean, you know, sometimes when we travel to look at the safety issues mm -hmm. as well as the cultural differences too. Because yeah. I know sometimes when I travel, me doing, even in driving, just driving, I'm mm -hmm. used to what, the right hand side? Whichever way yeah. we're going. And driving there is a whole mess. I remember when I went to England, I keep saying dollars. <laughs> right. And they're looking at you like it's, it's yes. pounds love. It's pounds love. It's pounds yes. love. <laughs> and I remember everybody was so taken aback and I couldn't get it. I'm like, because I'm so used to saying yeah. dollars. Yeah. You know, and everybody was like correcting me. And I'm like, you know what, Claudine, you have to, you have to try yeah. to remember that it's pounds. So sometimes it can get a bit... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this whole, the whole safety thing when you're traveling, especially traveling like solo, because I'm mean, not wait for nobody. I just go about my business. Um, and I think I've been in some situations where if it wasn't for like the kindness of strangers, I would have been abducted or something. Oh, <laughs> most part, you know, for the most part, people are generous and people are good. And they just, especially if you're a visitor, they want you to, they want you to enjoy their country. Yes. And especially. I like traveling local. I'm not a resort type of traveler. Mm -hmm. You know, mean an all-inclusive. That kind of travel just doesn't appeal to me. So when people see that you make that extra effort to book an Airbnb or stay local, they respect you even more for it. So I've been, I've really been lucky and I've been really taken care of in, in my worldwide travels. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, give thanks. <laughs> So Diana, tell us about my, you know, WTAF or what, what I think. <laughs> what a f um, <laughs> Yeah, so WTAF is actually the brainchild of um, the co-producer, Kelly Grayler. Um, and she and I met over a year now. We met at this think tank and she started out, I guess, during the pandemic, um, interviewing artists and, you know, what it would look like for a travel show to be women-led and focus on women, um, women businesses, uh, women artists, women chefs. So when I came on board, we shot the first episode, which is the New York episode. And in that episode, you know, Kelly is talking to Chef Nassim, who's a Michelin award-winning chef, Paul Rockefeller, and uh, well, then we have some big names, man. 
<laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was really good. I love that New York episode. And then I went to Mexico and I started doing, I jumped in front of the camera. For some reason, I'm like, yeah, let me just start jumping in front of the camera um, and do some little travel vlogs, you know, like here I am in Mexico City and we're doing this and we're going to the Zocalo. And, and then Kelly was like, I think you should co-host. And at first I was resistant, like, I don't know. Happy with directing, happy with co-producing, really comfortable behind the camera, 20 odd years of camera experience, but good, but good. And then, yeah, I guess I said yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we started co-hosting. So then the next big episode was the Jamaica episode. So it's just perfect to take Kelly to Jamaica, show her my hometown, show her my homeland. Um, and that's where I took her to Coronation Market. And we spoke to, you know, big bad artists like Laura Facey and we went to yeah. gallery and um you know the the, the beaches and um chef Anna K Tomlinson up in Murphy Hill mm -hmm. he is that place and that woman yes Steve would marry her our curry goat nanamal I know when when you don't know I know my listeners going to be hungry listen <laughs> Check out Murphy Hill, Chef Anna K. Tomlinson. She's amazing. Ocho Rios, um, amazing, amazing. So yes, Miss Tease. Uh, and she has Miss Tease, right. Yeah, Miss Tease is right. And Murphy Hill is like the the one that is it looks more like a more of a love, more relaxed yes. people when she want people up there and you know, you go there and you just spend the entire day. Because the, the views are stunning. It just feels like you're welcoming into her home. Because, you know, the Misty's is nice and, you know, it's, it's quite busy. But Murphy Hill is a totally different vibe. So it was just introduced yeah. food of Jamaica. Just, yeah, my homeland. And I drove past Queens and I was like, that's my school. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've been having a good time with it. And we have a companion podcast as well. Um it's called Things That Make You Go WTAF, which is a double entendre, where, yeah, we talk all things travel because we're different kind of travelers, you know, especially as Gen X women, you know, yeah. I'm in my 40s, Kelly is in her 50s, but we're different kinds of travelers. You know, I, my days of backpacking and hostel staying are done. Like, I'm not doing that no more. I can Uber, but I'll rather drive when I'm in international locations. You know, I'm not going to stay at... A certain amount of luxury has to be involved. There, yes. I understand that. In my life. <laughs> I think I've earned that. <laughs> no, Diana, it's when you turn big woman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Big woman things. You turn big woman something. Yeah. You're just happy. <laughs> yeah. You just gotta have something. Yeah. Yes. It's non-negotiables. Exactly. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah, so the WTF journey has been fun and um yeah, the next de destination is Accra. So I'm gearing up to go to Ghana this summer. And yes. that's going to be another big, bad episode. Like, I, you know, you just feel when something is going to be, ah, oh, like Ghana, I can't wait. Like, and that stay tuned. So, <laughs> I have to stay tuned because that sounds so awesome. Ghana. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah. That's, that's on my list. That's one of my yes. travel lists to go to Ghana. Well, and fun fact. As a Jamaican, you don't need a visa. Okay, okay. I'm actually going on my Jamaican passport. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's that's yeah. They extended that to basically any everybody in the Caribbean. You don't need a visa to go there. That's good, and I have to stay tuned. I have to watch you guys to see where I must go and where I must stay and what I must eat, because <laughs> that's what WTAF is all about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And let us know, letting us know, you know, what's out there and what we can try and where we can go. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and seeing you so excited and hearing you so excited about going to Ghana, you know, um, walk us through when you get there, like being a producer, a video producer, a film mm -hmm. producer. Walk us through, like when you get there, the things that you have to do, um, mm. you choose to go first, that's not a thing. Yeah, well, for, the work actually starts be before we get there. So um, I just started 
going down a rabbit hole through YouTube because there's so many content creators now. I mean, you have to you have to sift through a lot. Um, but then once people start talking about the same venue, the same food, the same this, you know, you're onto something, right? And then pair that with the kind of experiences that I want to have. I am a I'm more of a cultural traveler, so you know I started making a list of the things that I would want to see. Definitely want to see the 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 door of no return in Cape Coast where you know they had the slave dungeons and yes. bath and just go in there and you know pay an homage and maybe um, pour some libations to the ancestors there. Carry a white rum. Yeah, you know it, and I said that to my yeah. Definitely carry my white rum because, you know, it's like full circle, you know, here, you know, they departed for the West Indies and beyond. And here is someone from the West Indies coming back with the rum that they helped, you know, to manufacture. Yes. So I like having cultural experiences. So I have what's called a drink of tattoos. Um, so these are like more tribal markings and, you know, Sankofa, which is the popular symbol. Um, I know I want to get inked over there. I want to get my drinker tattoos over there as well. And then the list just started coming, but then I just started reaching out to people. What is the equivalent to Coronation Market there? Nima Market. Then I find this young lady and she likes to do tours of Nima Market. Yes, you best believe I'm going to link you for a tour and yeah. we're going to talk, we're going to walk, we're going to talk, we're going to eat. Because one of my favorite things to do when I visit any country is to go to a market. Um whatever kind of market, you know? So yeah, and then the list just starts building from there, you know, talking to um, some artists and what I love about there is, you know, there's this female muralist who did this big mural of the influential women in Ghanaian history. Of course, I want to talk to her. Yeah, like, that's so interesting. Yeah, so, you know, just building the interest and then from that, the episode just emerges like, what is... What is what is strong on film? Because you can shoot till the cows come home, but the episode is built really in the editing, you know? Like what is strong? Because you only have 30, 40 minutes. Yes. <laughs> to hold people's attention. And with each of them, I try to do like five to eight minute segments. Okay, five minutes on the tattoos, five minutes on this, five minutes on that, or 10 minute segments, you know? So. Once you have a story and the story starts, the thread just starts pulling, then everything yeah, starts to build. Yeah, yeah. And so it's do like, you guys go with like a science. crew or it's just like your personal um cameras and that's all? Yeah, so what, what I love about the WTF is that we do a hybrid. So we'll use our phones and we'll also hire a, a full-fledged crew for those like big, beautiful like drone shots, you know, things that make yeah. it more voluptuous and juicy and then when you get down into the nitty-gritty stuff you know you can you know you jump on your phone so it's a hybrid um and yeah it works I, I like it I like it it's not a full-on crew every day shooting. okay so it's 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 personal experiences with your with your personal phones and your cameras and then you have yeah. the, the high-tech things and then as you say it's in the editing yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. What you want to bring out and the story that you want to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that, you know, being a, a filmmaker, I have a good idea of, you know, like a balanced frame and what to put in the frame and what to shoot. So it doesn't look so amateurish because I think it was our Jamaica episode. We only hired a crew for two days and we were there for a total of 10. So most of the Jamaica episode was on our iPhones. Oh, okay. Yeah, most of the Jamaica episode. That's like a little, a little secret. <laughs> but a secret must know. So, but the phones are so high tech nowadays that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to shoot in four K. You have to shoot in four K. It's 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 really it's really good. But mm -hmm. how in some of these travels, I know that you have like challenges sometimes. Even if it's um say finding the crew, something. How you handle those things? Boy, you know, in film, we'll have this thing called Murphy's Law. <laughs> if you let it, Murphy's will always have his way. That's like anything can go bad, so just prepare for it. Because I remember, you know, when we lined up um, lined up the interviews in Jamaica and last minute someone pulled out and we were like, wow. And this is like 
the day before we were supposed to go and interview her and it was definitely a blow but you know you had to we had to pivot and out of that came the visit to coronation market and i think that was more impactful than that interview so you know everything happens for a reason and as a producer you just have to be prepared with plan b c d e f g yeah what about yeah. permits do you do you need like permits and that's not the thing or it depends um yeah and that's that that's work that has to be done beforehand so um you know we'll it's personal releases we'll send those over to people so they can take a look at the contracts and sign um for the most part we've been lucky with location agreements you know like oh i'm coming into your restaurant on top of shooting you, we need uh, you need you to sign this documentation. Um, so, but if we're shooting, let's say I don't know, like we're shooting at the Statue of Liberty in New York, that's like a long ass process. Yes, you have to get permission from the city and um, that sort of thing. So I tend to avoid those areas if I can come to your yard and if I can shoot you on the street in a coffee shop to avoid going the long process. Exactly, because budget, all of those things affect the budget, the bottom line. So, yeah, I like mostly guerrilla style. <laughs> I'm still in that guerrilla style mentality. And on budgeting too, how how you build the budget for, you know, your project? A lot of this is, is, is labor of love. So it's funded by Alice Riot. And right now we're in the process of, of, making ourselves and looking out for um, sponsors and just working with brands, private brands. So it'd be cool to say, oh, this episode of WTAF is brought to you by Delta Airlines, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you hear that sponsors, anybody out there listening, you know, yeah. women doing big things and showcasing culture, you know, and different countries and food. So sponsor, please. <laughs> Thank you, please. I can put in a plug for myself. Sponsor this podcast too. <laughs> That's right. Mindful. That podcast. Like for me, I know what you mean. Yes. But it yes. Could be good because if you get, if you get, you know, sponsors and that sort of thing, you know, you can do much more and go more places and that's yeah. 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 Highlight, you know, more things, more culture, more places. So that yeah, there's so good. many, there's so much more stories to tell, you know, um, and it, it definitely helps having a sponsor on board who can take that that financial aspect of it so we can shine a light to wherever we go. But I like that, you know, without big sponsors and that sort of thing, you guys, you know, you're doing the thing. You, yeah. You're, you're making it happen. You're making it work with just the little that you have. And I always, you know, encourage my listeners you know, don't wait on the big thing to happen. We sit down and we always plan, plan, plan. And we're waiting on this to happen. We're waiting on that to happen. Yeah. And it just never gets done. So sometimes yeah. you just have to jump into it. So if you want to be a travel blogger, you know, a food writer, get into it. When you go somewhere, even if it's a little local restaurant, take out your yeah. phone and video the food give a little review you know show around the place and Listen, start the, small and then the local yeah the local the local believe it believe me when i tell you the local is what is global you hear the local is what is global so if you can check out miss sims patty shop and you give uh, miss sims have a new patty a, i don't know a pepper shrimp patty and you take that out, you take out your phone and you take a picture and then you create a reel. That is for me as someone who is, you know, living in America, like, yo, Miss Tim's Party Shop look nice, you know? Exactly. <laughs> you try that, you know, and that's what it is because people don't want to see the regular whole drum stuff. Is The more drilled down and local you can get, especially as content creators, the better it is for your audience because you that's the hook. So you hear that people, you can always start small and move up Absolutely. and out, you know, and that's what Diana is doing. And I love that, that she started small and even with WTAF, you know, they're making it happen with the, with the budget that they have and all of that. And they're making waves even. 
you know so big sponsors come on board so that they can come on board bigger things. Want to fly first class thank you yes and carry me but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i left all myself you know all of these plugs you know i noticed i noticed <laughs> Somebody up to there to hold this, the, the, what you call that, or the tripod. Yes, yes. Point the light that way, Claudine. Yes, we can point light. I'm not sure if we can do anything else, but we can do that. And we can hold two bags. Yes. <laughs> well, that's good. So, Diana, give us like a tips now on, you know, when we travel to our far out places. What tips do you have for us? You know, first, start with where you are, right? If, I can I like to give tips for solo female travelers because we were all we've all been there. We started a WhatsApp group and you know we're going to Paris in 2025. And then one by one, people just start dropping out, and then you're the only one left, right? So start with where you are. And if that means you know you want to do an overnight in Montego Bay, and if that means going to a resort, if that's your vibe, because what I love is like there's a different vibe, a different flavor. So if you like going to a resort and having someone cook for you and having your bed made and, you know, you just go down by the pool and have a dirty banana and come back up and that's your idea of a vacation, do it. That's you. Do you. And if you just want to have a more localized experience, you know, get an Airbnb or a verbal and, you know, live like a local. So start with where you are. Um, have your staycations if you can't jump on a plane right away. Yes. During the pandemic years, I was living in Jamaica and I swear I was living my best life because river, beach, that wasn't shut down, right? <laughs> I wasn't shut down, but I just, it was just amazing to discover Jamaica even more because I couldn't take a plane and fly out and go. Well, anywhere. that's true. During the, pen, the pandemic, a lot of rivers were discovered. You yeah. Know, Christopher Columbus style. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Start with where you are. I mean, it doesn't have to be the big trip to Europe or the big trip to Africa. Work your way up and be comfortable in your own skin and be comfortable traveling by yourself, sitting down at the breakfast table and eating by yourself and taking your pictures and, and just being comfortable and not even worrying about people. You know, I like booking tours um, when I fly out. So it's, you know, a cooking tour, a market tour, um, a walking tour. That's one of my favorite things to do too. Book a walking tour. And you can find this at like Airbnb experiences. You can walk with the local and pay a little $25 and then show you their neighborhood. And you know, that's start small and build your way up to the, you know, the safari in Rwanda yes. and them kind of things. To and get. the Dubai's and yeah, and the Dubai's because like all of that looks great, but it can be intimidating or overwhelming for some people. You know, so if it's saying I go into the next town and, you know, stay in a one night and or and go I to Holland. Because I always say, I always um push Jamaican culture. And I always say, you have to, well, your grandparents say you have to learn to dance a yard before you go abroad. Exactly. And there are so many things in Jamaica, yeah. um, so many attractions that mm -hmm. are there for us to enjoy. And we have them better than when you go a lot of places i mean i can remember i went to puerto rico once and they have um they we have it in trelawney um glistening waters where when you go yes. in and the, the, yes. the, the micro organisms yes. the, and when you swim around you know at night Shine, yes it's glistening yeah. yeah and when we went to puerto rico we did that tour you know mm -hmm. we drove to the place me driving on the wrong side of the road <laughs> Amen. But we can't tell you about stories of the police about that. Oh God. But you know, it was so much fun. And when we went there, the guys there, when they heard we were from Jamaica, you know, they were like only like I think three or four of them in the world. Puerto Rico yes. is one, Jamaica is one. And in the same they, region. Yes. And they said we have like um a bigger area and or micro microorganisms shine even brighter you wow. know and it was so interesting that they were the ones telling me about jamaica when i've yeah. never even visited the one in jamaica yeah i have not either i've always been curious about it so now i'm even yeah more, more when i came back i had to go when i visited and it was good mm -hmm. 
you know, we went at it's a night tour, and you know, you get your little room and you go on the boat. <laughs> yes. The boat captain tell you the stories. You know, you know, we Jamaicans have stories. Oh my God. The, the, the stories and so and who want to go into the water can swim in it. But you know, me, real Jamaican, not jumping in no water. So especially you know. at night. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I will just take a little stick and move the water to see everything. But people yeah. went in the water and, mm -hmm. you know, you saw the whole place just light up. And it was it was awesome. Oh, beautiful. Yes. So I tell people that our attractions here are yeah. A class. A class. Yeah. You don't have to leave to feel no. like you go on a vacation. Like if I, one of my, uh, two of my favorite places to get away was Negril. Yes. And not not necessarily on the you know the seven mile stretch, but Negril just had a different vibe. It was just uh once you got away from the touristy spots, Negril just had a very chill vibe. Yes. Other spot was is Treasure Beach always and forever. I was so sad to miss Calabash this year, but it looked like a, I mean I'm forever a Calabash junkie. And and my introduction to Treasure Beach was going to Calabash. This is something special. We got to hold on to it. Yeah, yeah and I, I've been to Treasure Beach, you mm -hmm. know, and um, it's the same thing. The local inspiration was just so good. You know, we went for a weekend and we just stayed at a little villa, but we just basically just slept there and ate there. Yeah. And in the days, we walk about, we walk around and I stop at this shop and you sit down and you talk. The beach side, like a little fishing village. You know, mm -hmm. I spend like a whole day just talking to the, the, mm -hmm. to the men. We just sit down at one place. Yeah. By our own and everybody by our own. And we just yes. talk, talk the whole day. When we're done, it's like we're a family. <laughs> Did you go to Eddie's? Did you go to Eddie's on the beach? Yes. Eddie's is very very special i love that man <laughs> i love that man tell you, you know it's, it's just the, as you said the local yeah when you go local it's just good we don't need to mm -hmm. fly out and tell anybody that you know and sometimes yeah. you can and now with the introduction of like airbnbs one time it yeah. used to be like you have to know somebody or you have to stay at a big hotel yeah but with airbnbs no it is just so you know it's easy. so much easier it's so much easier. Yeah. I've taken up myself and we go from like um we go from Saint Anne and we just go down the coast. So we go Saint Anne, Trelawney, Montego Bay, mm. to Negril, and you just stop at different, different places, different attractions. That's a beautiful drive. Yeah. And you know, you just you just take two days. You stay yeah. over to one place and then you go again in the morning till we reach the Negril. And mm -hmm. it was, as you said, the local in the grill was good. We visited the yeah. lighthouse, you go on the beach, walk up and down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and it, it's fun. I don't miss Dubai. Never been, but... <laughs> yeah, you can keep your sand, Dubai. We have sand, too. <laughs> but, you know, the local, and you can enjoy, you can enjoy where you are. Yeah, absolutely. Start where you are. Start where you are. Don't let... Don't let Instagram posts finesse you into thinking you can't have that too, or you can't have a good experience or a different experience. That's the problem that I have with, I can't even say it's a problem because it's about your perception when you're looking at these social media posts, like people are going to post whatever they want to post, but don't think that that's normal. You know, mm -hmm. Instagram is not real life. Social yeah. media is not real life. <laughs> and we get caught up in it a lot. Too much, too much. It's not real life. So. I call it the perfectionist lifestyle because people look at it and people because yeah. are going to post the best. Of course, the best of yeah. themselves. Yeah. And then you look at it and you say, okay, this is the perfect life. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think I have a podcast about that too. <laughs> <laughs> Put that link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look at it and you say, this is a perfect life when it actually isn't. So you. You yeah. try to get that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, while killing yourself to get that life, you forget about your authentic you, your authentic yeah. self, and what you want to do. 
And that is what I love that you're doing there. You know? That's what I love about you, that you're doing what you want to do. You know, you're following your passion and you're doing you. Going to places that you want to go and, you know, doing the things that you want to do, whether you're paying the bills or not. Right. <laughs> you're just doing you. And, you know, that's what I encourage all my listeners to do. Do you. Start small. You can get big along the way, but do what you want to do and do what you are passionate about. So, Diana, tell me now, you have any food or travel destinations that ever surprised you, whether negatively or positively? You know, I, I, the one that sticks out is when I went to um Myanmar, and I was just really excited about being over there because Dara with that day. <laughs> ah you're hilarious it's southeast asia um they used to call it burma okay um, okay so yeah i used to live in indonesia so I, I did a fair amount of traveling across southeast asia and i was excited to go to uh myanmar and it was it was a country that was under military dictatorship and finally they opened up the country and i said yes i'm going and the same time i went obama went and i was like oh obama mm -hmm. um, and um so the food there it was really I didn't gravitate towards the food there and I was like for a country that is bordered by like China and India I expected the food to be like good <laughs> but it really it it, it kind of disappointed me um country itself was beautiful the people were gorgeous like gorgeous people but the eatings wasn't so wonderful and on the flip side of that, the country that really surprised me with good food was Malaysia. Wow. <laughs> Mal Yo, Malay food? Oh, Jesus. If you think we have good curry, Jesus, peace. <laughs> you notice there's a theme here. I love curry. Yeah. Um, Malaysian food is amazing. Amazing. Um, and what they, they just use coconut milk in such like and innovative ways that you know um really dances on the palate <laughs> you're getting me hungry yes me you too. said you lived in indonesia how was mm -hmm. that how did you end up there indonesia Why? that's a whole different podcast but like i'll give you the highlights so i used to um I used to work as a flight attendant and then I decided I didn't want to do that anymore after about 12 years. I didn't want to do it anymore because the last thing I wanted to see on my days off was a plane. And um, I was like, what? So I vacationed in Bali earlier that year. And, oh, I want to go there. <laughs> and Bali never left me. Bali never left me. So once, you know, I got to that point where I don't want to do this job anymore. I looked at jobs in Indonesia and teaching English came up and I applied to this international school as a native English speaker. Two days later, I was on the phone with the director of the school. And two weeks later, I packed my bags and I moved to Indonesia. It happened so fast. And I lived there um, teaching English. First, I was in Jakarta because I was like, I'm trying to get to Bali. So let me be, I'll be part of it this year and I'll teach. And then the next year I moved to Bali <laughs> and I moved to teach more international school there. So yeah, I was out there for a bit. Wow. Then I so like you, you have been, how many places have you actually traveled to? I, I haven't counted. I don't count because I'm not one of those. I don't like doing like stamps in the passport mm -hmm. kind of travel into this country take a stamp when I visit somewhere I spend I spend time um but I don't know I think country-wise maybe 14 maybe 14 in all continents not true <laughs> I, well Africa will be yeah yes. I'm not yeah I'm not touch Africa, Africa so you see <laughs> yeah but that's so, that's count, so, so awesome and I just got a new passport so I can't even like go back and <laughs> Because they take it from you. Oh, no. Well, you should add it up before. I know, right? I should, I'm going to photocopy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so good. So in wrapping up, um, for me, especially who, you know, thinking of, well, I'm a podcaster and I'm in, you know, um, 
content creation and that sort of thing. And I know a lot of my listeners, you know, looking to do something, following mm -hmm. their passion, just like, oh, you are following your passion. You know, um, for those who want to get into like travel and food, that sort of thing, what would be your advice to them? Listen, if it's to, to, to take Miss Matty shop down the road and she makes the best fritters, you give Miss Matty a light, shine a light and tell me why Miss Matty selfish fritters are the best selfish fritters, you know? And if you want to go around and compare Mr. John selfish fritters, and then now you have a thing going like, I have this series of selfish fritters and I'm comparing and you do that across the island. You do that. You start with where you are. Who has the best lunch specials? May I give, may I go no idea? Because when I lived in Jamaica, I wanted to do this. So I noticed that supermarkets had like lunch specials. And I would go to General Foods in Kingston. I would go to Los Shushan. And I would just like compare. And I'm like, yo, who have the baddest soup? Because <laughs> I would eat soup every day. So who have the baddest soup? They're in Jamaica, you know? Like, this would be like a really fun blog series, you know? Like who has the, which supermarket has the best lunch special? You know, for my, for me, it was general food because they had the food right there. It was like nice to package the rotisserie chicken with the veggies on the side and the rice and peas. And then Sovereign Supermarket had the best soup. <laughs> and I would tell you that Lee's have the best barbecue fried chicken. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> So listen, start with where you are. If you love eat soup, do a soup series and be known as the soup aficionado of Jamaica. You want to do pools? You want to do beaches? You want to do rivers? Do your thing. Start with where you are. If you, I mean, which bus has the best Wi-Fi service? You know, which bus that takes you to Portmore has the best Wi-Fi service on there and the best AC? Start local because the local is global, especially as Jamaicans. All eyes are on us. We are trendsetters. Yes. Yes. The that the world is following. So why not big up yourself? I like that. I like that. Thank you so much, Diana. I love that. You hear people? Start where you are at. And as I said before, a lot of us waiting on the big idea, the big thing to come to us. And it will never come. You know what I mean? Me know Diana from Shaliko. <laughs> she didn't yeah. always be good on me. <laughs> I mean, I talk like Sammy, be good on her. <laughs> but, you know, from high school days, you know, when we used to play badminton. I, I, you know what? I was playing when I was in Jamaica, but since I moved back to foreign, I've not played. And it's, I'm very sad about it because I love badminton. Yes. Well, I don't play no more. Big people thing, you know, we're all. Oh my gosh. It's such, yeah, badminton. It's a, what a great way to get out your aggression. Like, no, yes. You know, I mean, so, you know, people, you don't have to wait on any big thing at all, as Diana said. Start where you are, where you're at, you know. And she started just following her passion, just doing what she liked to do. Just, she liked to eat. She just go out and eat and just tell you about it. You know, she like to travel and she just go out there, start small, go down the road, come back until, you know, she catching flights. So, <laughs> so you have to start somewhere, you know, you have to start somewhere. So a lot of us say we can't write. We're not journalists. We can't even hold a, hold a phone good. So, you know, we can't be, we can't video nothing good start out with the videos being shaky you know what i mean exactly your reels are very reels are very forgiving take a look at five second clip here look at 10 second clip here and you put them together before you know you have a three minute reel yes so do something you know follow your passion like odana followed her passion so thank you diana thank you, <laughs> thank you for coming on you know and you know educating us on you know your travels and how to travel and how we should start if we want to start or um you know doing our little food and traveling things thank you for educating us on that and you know also for motivating us to you know reminding us that we can follow our passion 
You know, we can do what we want to do, no matter what. You know, start Absolutely. small, end up big. We're all in this world. And I'm glad that you and your colleagues, Kelly, with, you know, WTAF, I'm glad that you guys are pushing out and you're showcasing, you know, different cultures and you're showcasing women, women doing big things. I always say, you know, lots of people doing big things. And I'm happy that you guys are showcasing women in the food and travel industry because we're there too. So I love that for art, for music, for food. Mm -hmm. Thank you for just giving us, you know, the opportunity and, you know, for just sharing and for letting us also see people, you know, because that's an inspiration to us too. You know, when we see you in the videos, you from Jamaica and you're going to these places, I know I can do it too. And I can call mm -hmm. upon you, you know, for guidance and that sort of thing. So thank you. Thank you for just stepping out. And for showing us that if you do it, we can do it too. <laughs> um, thanks. This was fun. I mean, yeah, we just, we have this one life, right? We have this one life and yeah, just be intentional about how you want to live it and how you want to leave it. I love that. Yes. How you want to leave it. And I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much, Diana. And I know that I will be, you know, I'll be looking out on the YouTube pages and on the Instagram pages. And guys, don't be left out. I'll put everything in the show notes. So, you know, all of Diana's social media, I'll put that in the show notes so you guys and link it so that you guys can be updated. And she's going to Ghana. So we'll be looking out for that. <laughs> Can't wait. We're excited too. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you so much. This was fun. Give thanks, Claudine. Thank you for joining us on this episode. But please, 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 guys, do not keep this podcast to yourselves. Share, share, share. Tell a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or just anybody you think would love to listen. And please don't forget to like and subscribe. Me love but remember, the journey of a million miles begins with one single step. So nobody beat up on yourself, alright people? And look out for the next episode of Mindful the Podcast. Love you.